0: Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us, and I'm very grateful to be your host. Thankful. And we're in Titus Kennedy at the back of his book. He's doing some conclusions of biblical archaeology, giving some background of biblical archaeology significance. So we started this yesterday, and it'll probably take us a couple more days to finish this. So he's a wonderful archaeologist. Uh, written a couple books, I think cast some YouTube videos on biblical archaeology. But this unearthing the Bible is phenomenal, highly recommended to people. So let's jump in. Thanks for being here. Subscribe, leave a five-star review, join us daily. Artifacts related to the Bible specifically of illuminated or confirmed events, chronologies, practices, terminology, locations, and individuals that would otherwise have been remained a mystery. As an example, there's currently about 70 individuals mentioned in the Old Testament who have been confirmed by archaeological artifacts. About 32 individuals in the New Testament so far confirmed by archaeology with several more people from the Bible tentatively identified by archaeological artifacts. I've done some videos and podcasts on both those subjects, by the way. Many artifacts have also illuminated obscure words and practices in the Bible, such as pin the Old Testament from times long ago and lands far away that would have been misunderstood or unknown otherwise. In spite of this evidence from archaeology and the academic world, the general public, the Bible is still typically viewed as a source of little or no historical value. And that's unfortunate because it's just obviously based on ignorance. Check out our 1600 or so videos on the subject. Uh, podcast, excuse me. Ancient cultures, indeed, mixed in their theological views and beliefs with their historical text, just as is done in the modern era, often making outlandish statements and at times even obviously bending the historical record to make their nation look superior. And that never happens today. Ha, ha, ha. To the victors go the myths and the monuments. Yet this is not true for every ancient document. Historical sections from the Bible often display the opposite, more objective tendency, by recording failures, David, Moses, Peter, embarrassments, and defeats. Further, archaeology and artifacts, I mean, look at the shame of Saul, alias Paul, in his pre-Jesus time, in particular have confirmed the accuracy of biblical passages. Because these artifacts can be traced to a specific region, city, or even building, and the object can be dated to a point in time, they are among the most precise, accurate, and useful sources of information, such as even the Temple of Diana in Ephesus. Without the details of time and location associated with certain artifacts, one can only suggest general similarities. Specificity is required, and therefore, archaeological and historical attestation of passages in the Bible can only be suggested. When thorough research has been conducted on these artifacts, the result of analysis of the artifacts in comparison to the relevant historical passages in the Bible, however, demonstrates accuracy in details of people, places, times, events, and practices. Boy, that's been tr- that's just true. If these discoveries remain buried or unknown, the tangible archaeological evidence of the historical reliability of the Bible would be restricted to ancient manuscripts and ruins of buildings. Yet we now have hundreds of significant artifacts that illuminate the ancient world of the Bible and demonstrate the historical accuracy many biblical passages. I mean, such as the Black Obelisk of Shalmaneser, the Moabite stone, Ebla tablets, Dead Sea Scrolls, on and on. And so we're going to conclude his conclusion God willing, tomorrow. Just so many interesting things. And I'm really impressed with him as an archaeologist. So God bless. Thanks for being with us. Join us daily. We'll see you later.